This is Wisconsin's Weekend Morning News with Libby Collins. And a really short show today, Jessica. We're only here until 9 o'clock because Green Day, or game, Green Bay. Green Bay game, game There day. you go. <laughs> Green Day, isn't that a band? That uh, is. Yeah. Okay, so they're going to get here and big game at Lambeau. It's yes. going to be chilly up there. Oh, yeah. Do we know what that temperature is going to be a kickoff? That's a good question. Right now, it's only 29. Ooh, so. I'm cold already. All right. Well, so take a blanket with you if you're headed to Lambeau this morning, uh, especially if you're going to be doing that tailgating. It's going to be a chilly one. Uh, Jessica's going to be back with us in a few minutes. As I said, it is a short show today, so we're going to get started with the Week in Review. It's been quite a week when a rally attracted thousands of the Jewish community to D.C. We had a new skipper introduced in town, and we've got a messy situation on a Glen a golf course. There's so much more. It's the Week in Review, brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. What we do here is go back, 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 back. An elderly person in critical condition this morning, two-alarm fire in an apartment high-rise on Milwaukee's east side. Dozens of emergency vehicles were on the scene as flames shot out of the building. There was smoke in my bathroom, smoke in my living room. Well, it was a man down on 10 when I got down there, and they was trying to get him out. He was down on the ground. There are 19 I's, 14 O's. The bill is concurred in. The American Family Field funding bill now goes to the desk of Governor Evers. I uh, expect that uh, as a Thanksgiving gift, we'll, we'll get this done before that. Time. I'm trying to gather my words because I'm temporarily dismayed. A selected group of individuals who aren't even from the community get to decide. We can't risk losing out on our home crew. State Senator John Jagler. I know how devastating it would be to lose a sport franchise in, in my home state under my watch. We the jury find the defendant, Jesse R. Kershevsky, guilty of first-degree intentional homicide. Vince Petrano at Milwaukee Mitchell this morning, where there is excitement here among local Jews headed to Washington. I think there's a little bit of anxiety because we don't know what to expect. I think there's some pride. Close to 200 Jews from southeast Wisconsin now among the sea of people in the March for Israel. The Capitol Dome is the backdrop. The United States stands proudly with Israel and the Jewish people forever. New video from Wednesday's dramatic police chase that ended with a suspect trapped in a porta potty. There's one in there. Yeah, you need to get the out. Come out. Crawl out, dude. Don't do anything stupid. That is one big pilot. This is Tyler. We wanted to know if you want to be the manager of the Brewers. Bro, so I never thought I'd have that shot. I would love to do that. Tell your dad to go out in the garage and get the wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> Back up the Brinks truck. <laughs> Following the breaking news, Pat Murphy, the new manager of your Milwaukee Brewers, now being introduced to the media at American Family Field. Let's join them here now. Both men now taking their blazers off as they don their new jerseys. And now they button <laughs> as everyone waits. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. It's an honor. It really is an honor. I understand how coveted these jobs are, and I've had my eyes wide open for the last eight years here. Mark, Matt, Murph, let's go. <laughs> okay, if we can drop that, that'd be phenomenal. Oh, and somebody please think of the children. 
That's the start of the Murphy Weeks era. Here, we're going to let's blank and go. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Welcome to the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. How can I help you? My family, well, some in my family, like to cook the turkey in a brown bag. Is that a good mm-hmm. idea? First off, that's my first question. Is that a good idea? Uh, we don't recommend it, no. Fantastic. This was a huge waste of my time. An untimed down at the 15-yard line of Darlington. Stratford will have one play looking for back-to-back state championships. The lines are down. Good snap. Plattner's kick is up, and it is good! I really thought I'm going to miss this one, but... I made it. But I made it. So, <laughs> Screw Aaron Rodgers' manifestation crap. This kid doesn't need that. Lose my number. Embattled New York Congressman George Santos out with a post on social media. It begins with the words, my year from hell, and ends, Eric, with... Happy Thanksgiving. The resolution offered by the chair of the House Ethics Committee accuses George Santos of egregious violations of the law and of House rules and deems him unfit to serve. George Santos is a fraud. He should not be a member of Congress. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies. I mean, I'm just going to go defend myself. What a week. I'm not a crook. I made it. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. And the Week in Review is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. I'm Libby Collins. Short show today because Green Bay Game Day gets underway at 9 o'clock this morning. We do have Mark Katz here. He's from the Milwaukee Business Journal, and he's going to share his outlook for that holiday shopping season getting under full blast on Friday, on Black Friday. Matt Miller also is going to talk about songbirds and snakes. What is that? Okay, uh, and Jessica's in the newsroom. Sam's here pushing those buttons. I'm here, and we've got everything you want to know today on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. It's going to be mostly sunny. We're going to get up to 50 degrees. That temperature's a little bit chilly this morning. You're waking up to 33 at 813 on WTMJ. Damian Lillard and Giannis put up a special performance in the Bucks' 132 to 125 win over the Dallas Mavericks. You know we're building something special. You know you can feel it. The crowd was into it. I think they really carried us. Uh, we started to make our comeback, and the energy from the fans were was terrific. And we didn't look back. It was it was great, but I thought it was a great character game. Head coach Adrian Griffin after the win. The Bucks outscored the Mavericks 43-27 to in the fourth quarter. Giannis and Damian Lillard had 28 of the 43. The Bucks travel to the nation's capital to take on the Wizards tomorrow night. Coverage on WTMJ starts at 5.30. The Badgers snapped a three-game skid with a 24-17 overtime victory over Nebraska. It's just been a stretch, you know, on all of us. I think, you know, every kid in that locker room, every coach in in our program, um, and to get a win tonight, it's so great. I mean, it's just it's deep. It's deep. I know that we did this for the seniors, and that's the most important thing. Um, but we did this for everybody, for everybody in that locker room, because we all needed it. Head coach Luke Fickle with the win. The Badgers are bowl eligible at six and five. They wrap up the regular season at Minnesota in the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe next Saturday afternoon at two thirty. The Packers' defense is prepping for a top offensive duo. Like I said, he's capable of making it pay if, if you get overly aggressive or, you know, if you're leaving Keenan Allen one-on-one too much, he's going to make it pay eventually. 
Packers head coach Matt LaFleur on Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert and wide receiver Keenan Allen. The Chargers are just outside the top 10 in total offense at 349.9 yards per game. It is unclear if defensive back Jair Alexander and linebackers of Sean Gary and Quay Walker will be available after all were limited in practice this week. Today's kickoff from Lambeau Field is scheduled for noon. I'm Matt Sossler, WTMJ Sports. Thanks a lot, Matt. Well, it is going to be a sunny day. Temperature's up there around 50, but it's a chilly morning as you're waking up. Yep, there's a little frost out there as you're, as you're walking the dog. It's 37 degrees at 817 on WTMJ. Pretty chilly this morning, but it's going to be nice as the day goes on. Sunny, 50 degrees after the game. You can get out there maybe and rake a few leaves. Boy, they just keep coming, don't they? Uh, tonight we'll have some increasing clouds down to 41 degrees. Then tomorrow looks cloudy and breezy. Do you have a little bit of a chance of a shower late tomorrow afternoon with a high of 48? Scattered showers on Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be 46 and getting chilly on Wednesday under mostly sunny skies. 42. What does Thanksgiving look like? Well, it's going to be sunny. But we're only going to get up to 43 degrees, so it's going to be a chilly turkey day around Wisconsin. Right now in uh, Mequon, 36 degrees. Racine has 40 degrees. It's 34 degrees in Oconomowoc, 38 at WTMJ at 821. The following is a paid presentation. Advice and opinions expressed during the Sunday sit are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. Thanks for joining us on Sunday Sip on WTMJ. My guest on this Sunday, great partner of WTMJ, Panoramic CBD, and my friend Eric Jansen in studio. Happy Sunday. Thanks, Steve. How are you doing? I'm good. So tell me, I want to focus on the customers and the experience. So let's talk about the customers that utilize your products at Panoramic CBD. Tell us about them. Uh, We have a real wide range of customers and age and, and different ailments they're treating, all the way from a former Olympian who won a silver medal uh, to an elderly woman with arthritis, uh, to some sleep-deprived single moms and even pets with anxiety or aches and pains. So is it is it different products for those different needs, or how, how do you address that with your customers? Sure. Our product is a broad-spectrum uh, CBD, so what that means is it will treat a range of things all the way from those uh, ailments I talked about, anxiety, sleep, uh, especially inflammation. What do they tell you when they come back? Because you know, I've used your product. You use it up. I use an ointment on my knee because I've had multiple surgeries, and it takes away the, that last bit of pain that never seems to go away, especially when you get older. What do they tell you about the products they utilize from Panoramic CBD and what it does for them? One client actually swears it saved his son's life. Uh, tell me about that. Sure. Uh, his son was in a horrible workplace injury uh, over a decade ago, resulted in over 20 operations on his lower body and his back. Uh, he's lived a life of extreme pain. Uh, so he was taking numerous opioids uh, for this condition, and he's heading down the wrong path towards addiction. And his dad saw CBD become legalized, and he decided he'd give it a try. didn't have much hope, and he said our product was the first one that worked, and it stuck, and his son has never gone back to using opioids ever again. So. I mean, that's a, that's a common problem we hear about, people that, that get addicted to opioids, dealing with really significant pain. Right. What do you tell customers when they come in with minor pain and, and what CBD can do for them? It doesn't just have to be something severe. People are just dealing with walking around with minor minor aches and pains, and this has been proven to be one of the best anti-inflammatories out there, and it has no side effects. Uh, my own father has severe knee pain and started taking our CBD three years ago. Two weeks after he started taking it, uh, 
he called me and said, I just walked down the stairs pain-free for the first time in, in 10 years. Um, and that wasn't like he was crippled. It just was bothering him on a daily basis. It that's just takes that's that been away. my experience as well. Just that takes away that little bit of extra pain that you have left, and it, it reduces it to the point where I can go downstairs. I, I actually was jogging with my wife a little bit a couple of weeks ago on our typical walk. So that little bit of pain you don't have to put up with, and that's the great thing about Panoramic CV. You have products that can match any of the questions that they're asking you. So one of the biggest areas of development and expansion in CBD is for pets. Right. Tell me about that. We have seen the biggest response to pets. Most people are treating their pets for, for minor pains, just like people, but we've also seen it be really effective for things like fireworks and uh, if a dog's being kenneled for a while. So calming them. It really can help with the calming effect. Uh, it almost seems to work better for pets than it does for people. Uh, it has a more immediate effect where it takes a little time for it to build up in human bloodstream. For whatever reason, dogs, uh, cats, it seems to work I've right away. To, I've been to your, your facility, and I know you have a variety of products. For pets, though, is it is it a, just a few things that they can, they can order and buy? Yeah, we have. It's the same line, uh, but one would be our natural flavor. Uh, which is just a little more earthy, and one is bacon flavor, and the dogs especially seem to <laughs> that sounds seem like to a home that, run. So, yeah, bacon and dogs. Right? How can that not work? They they love it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I love telling people about Panoramic CBD is I've tried other products. I've tried. I've you know, unfortunately, because of surgeries, I've taken painkillers. When somebody walks in for the first time, the experience at Panoramic CBD or orders for the first time, I should say, mm -hmm. what do you tell them? Well, I always tell them to be a little patient. It can take up to a week and a half, two weeks to take full effect. But overwhelmingly, we have had just glaring review after glaring review, especially after partnering with you and helping getting the word out to Milwaukee and the greater Milwaukee area. So so I want to give folks a couple chances to write down the website because I think it's important and it's the, the best way to see your, your great products and to order them. PanoramicCBD.com. That's right. Spell panoramic because sometimes sure. people struggle with that. It's P-A-N-O-R-A-M-I-C-C-B-D.com. And you can use the promo code Steve20 for 20% off your first order. And also you could check out uh, our Black Friday specials, which will be on social media. Just follow our website or any of our social media pages, Panoramic CBD. Yeah, and it's interesting that people now utilize CBD as a product they can give people to kind of help them alleviate some of the pains that we're talking about. So pets, there's really no age limits, right? You have to be 18 or older. It's a federal law. But other than that, yeah, we, we found it effective for sleep, anxiety, pains. It really is a, sort of a miracle drug uh, for a lot of people. And as I said often on the, on the show, a customer and a spokesperson, PanoramicCBD.com. We'll let the owner, Eric Jansen, tell us what it is. PanoramicCBD.com and promo code Steve20. I love it. You've been listening to Sunday Sip with Eric Jansen from Panoramic CBD, PanoramicCBD.com on WTMJ. Thanks a lot, Steve. It's 826. We're up to 38 degrees at WTMJ. I'm Libby Collins. I've always had dogs, had dogs since, well, I mean, we grew up with dogs. Since I've been married, I've always had a dog. Sam, do you have any? I have two cats. You Oh, you have cats. Oh, well, did you hear about this latest research where 69% of American pet parents say they're nose blind when it comes to the true smell of their pet? They looked at 2,000 pet owners and they said, you know what? People sometimes come here and say, this house smells like dog. This house smells like cat. 
But I don't notice it. Do you notice it in your house? I am. I bet I, I'm a little nose blind to that stinky litter box. I bet I am. How often do you change it? Every day. Well, oh. it's, it's my fiance. He does a very good job of oh. cleaning it every day. Well, you have a very good fiance because that's the problem, especially with cats. Now, this is this is kind of disgusting, but some people say they only change their litter boxes once every five days. Those poor kitties. Oh, my goodness. Those poor people who live there and visit. 3% changes their litter boxes every two weeks or more. And... I, okay, Jessica's here too. How disgusting is this? Yeah, no, that's that's like even less than you less often than you clean your bathroom. Like I, well, what? I, I would think so. You yeah, know, I would think. Well, but here's the thing. I mean, I, I've got a dog, and he's a big boy. He's eighty pounds. So when he needs to be cleaned up after, he needs to be cleaned up after. But he's great about never going in the house. But when we go outside, immediately, I, I I've got. If you look at me and you look at my jackets, I always have plastic bags because oh, yes. I always <laughs> pick it up immediately because I don't even want it in my yard. I cannot imagine having a litter box or, you know, some of the people with those little dogs, they have those pee pads. And apparently they're not changing those either. I would think if, if my dog used that, I would immediately throw it away. I wouldn't want that in my house. Right. I, I, I can't I can't believe the people who don't change their litter box. I why well, their cat's litter box. That but but you I don't know. I I guess I you'd have to be more than nose blind. You'd have to That's lazy a little bit. Lazy, it's disgusting. And if you can't if if you can't do it on a regular basis, I mean, would you not flush your toilet? Right. Every time you use like, it, I, 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 I can't deal with this. I'm sorry. All right. It's quite a day yesterday around Milwaukee. And uh, last night, not good. Jessica, you've got some stories I, I wish we didn't have on a Sunday morning. But we've got Jessica yes, in the 24-hour newsroom and tell us what, what, what went on yesterday. Right. So a fatal crash in Milwaukee early Saturday morning, shortly after 8.30 a.m., a vehicle traveling eastbound on Capitol crashed into another vehicle traveling westbound on Capitol that was attempting to turn left onto Appleton Avenue. The 40-year-old driver of the second vehicle was taken to the hospital and later died of injuries. The 34-year-old driver of the first vehicle was taken into custody with charges pending. Conservation groups are calling on Governor Tony Evers to prevent a land swap of state parks. The Kohler Company is attempting to obtain five acres of Kohler Andre State Park and transform it into a private luxury golf course. Conservation groups Friends of the Black River Forest and the Sierra Club say it would damage wetlands, sensitive lands, and sensitive species along Lake Michigan's shores. Supporters of the golf course tout the economic benefit and jobs the project would bring. Kohler Company already owns Black Wolf Run and Whistling Straits, which host major events like the PGA Championship. Some Democratic lawmakers have expressed a desire to preserve the land. A manufacturing facility in Menominee Falls will be expanding by 200% over the coming years. Germany-based construction equipment manufacturer Wacker Neusen Group will spend $30 million upgrading its assembly lines. 
The Milwaukee Business Journal reports the company hopes to double its North American revenue by 2030 and plans to do so by fulfilling a contract with Deer & Co. and by building excavators. Wacker Noisen is expected to take on 200 new production employees after the expansion. Libby Collins on Wisconsin Weekend Morning News. Green Bay Game Day gets underway at 9 o'clock this morning. Right now, though, at 8.37, joining us on our Tri-County Contracting Hotline, it's Mark Cass, Editor-in-Chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Mark, it finally happened. Amfan Field's $500 million funding plan went through. Now, how did it get over that finish line, and what's the timeline right now? Very interesting. I'll say I was right in this case, but I don't know if you remember way back when we started talking about this. It was January, February, and I said it's going to take nine months or so. It's going to take into the fall. And I said it's going to get messy, and no one's going to want to watch. There were some moments where it was maybe a little bit on edge, but what was really the key was some moves made at the last minute in terms of who's on the board, who oversees the district, in terms of a ticket tax on non-sports events, concerts, and that kind of thing. So it got done now. It'll move to Governor Evers' office. He says he will sign it. That'll probably happen right after Thanksgiving. So now they can move ahead. And, you know, I think what you'll see in early 24 is you'll start to see work on the ballpark. Some of the things that I've talked about, whether it's escalators, elevators, some of the heating systems, some of the cooling systems, the scoreboards, and things like that. You'll also see them start to look at the winterizing of the ballpark so that they can hold events there all year long. I think you'll see that start in 24. And you'll see more events there. Having that certainty. I often talk about uncertainty and how that impacts somebody. Here, you know, here was the case. Now, you know, now they're I have at least they're 2050. We know they're gonna. We know they're gonna be here. We know kind of where they're gonna be, and we know kind of what's gonna be spent. So this is a big deal because we have to look at the economic impact of it, what it means to the city, what it means to the state, and it's nice to see it get done. Were you surprised with the senators who voted no? Especially the ones from Milwaukee. And I get the argument of we're helping these sports players who make lots and lots of money with the team. But on the other hand, you have to look at the economic impact of this. And you and I have talked about this. There's only 29 other cities have that kind of team. It's important to a city. It's important in terms of drawing companies, in terms of drawing employees. It's very important. And, you know, the thing I also talked about was that it also draws in money. When the Cardinals play here, when the Cubs play here, their fans come here and spend money. When we have concerts at the stadium, the one thing I was surprised was something was almost half of the people who attend a concert there are from other states. And spending their money here. If you don't have a stadium, I mean, it's not going to happen. So this is the big deal. Let's move to the Deer District, where there's another proposal with the Milwaukee Bucks partnering on a 210-unit apartment and commercial building. What's all this about, and what else do you think might be developed along with it? You know, I think this is a nice next step. As we looked at that area, you've seen all the retail and the restaurants happen. We saw the trade open recently to have hotel. They do have apartments there. But here you have a major component of apartments with some retail space on the first floor to activate the area. The one thing you hear over and over again about this area is that it's live, work, and play. Obviously, having that live component is important because it brings energy and activity there. I can remember eight or nine years ago, think about that area there from April through October, kind of what went on near the arena. And it was nothing. I remember there was a restaurant in that structure there that would switch owners like every year and a half. It just couldn't survive. Now you see all the activity there. You see all the things that are going on. It's really important. But having a live component of it is important because it brings in that 24-hour energy and activity. What's next? Well, obviously what's next is a music thing that you and I have talked about. They're also going to have a second hotel to the west here. And then there's talk about more apartments, more commercial. 
For years, they had looked at office there, Libby, but that's probably not going to happen right now because of Class A office space and the pandemic. So you'll probably see more retail and more residential there to really enhance that area. And I think you'll see it move north over time, you know, towards the new museum and then move up the hill towards those other neighborhoods that are really growing and really look good. Let's talk about that major expansion of the Microsoft Data Center in Racine County. How did the Foxconn project actually allow Microsoft to come together so quickly? Yeah, this is fascinating because there was a lot of criticism, and it was due. There's no doubt Foxconn was oversold and for what has happened there. But all of us have to remember the money that was spent through the state and the municipality area on infrastructure, the roads, the sewer, and the water helped that site become kind of one of these sites across the country where you could walk in and you could start your project. It had all the infrastructure in place. So here you have a company like Microsoft who came in with their first project and had about 300 acres. Well, now they're adding on 900 acres or more. Again, important because that infrastructure was in place and all set to go. It's nowhere near the jobs that they were talking about with Foxconn, but the investment, huge amount of investment. And I think when you can have a company like this, I just think it's important to the region because one, it's good for the region. Two, I think it'll draw in other companies who want to be near them. But three, it maybe hopefully ends all the talk about Foxconn and what it could have been. I mean, it is what it is. It is something that there's about a million square feet and about 800 or so employees. So it is something, but nowhere near what it was. But now you have this other company who's going to invest a ton of money down there and really make that area great. Well, let's stay in Racine for a minute because news broke on Friday about Woodman's Grocery Store being the anchor at the Regency Mall in Racine. That's a $100 million region development. Now, can this shopping center reinvent itself? Well, it's an, I mean, it's another mall reinvention story, right? They're all doing it in the area, whether we're talking about Greendale, Southridge, we're talking on Brookfield Square, Bayshore. They're all reinventing themselves. And here you have a really smart move. You're bringing a large grocery store, you're bringing a Woodman's there, which will draw in traffic which helps everybody else at the mall, right? That's the whole idea is that it's rare nowadays when you just go shop at a mall. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went to a mall only to shop. I mean, I I may have gone there to eat. I may have gone to a movie. I may have gone to something else. But I'm going to ask you that question. When was the last time you went to shop only at a mall? I like touching and feeling and going. Yeah, I understand and, that, but just yeah, I mean, I go to the corners a lot, Mayfair. Yeah, sure. I'm still a mall You're girl. You're one of those loyal I'm, shoppers that I am, I'm not. So. I, I, you know, remember the Valley <laughs> Girls and the Mall Girls? Uh, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> But there are a few of you, or there are a lot fewer of you out there. How about that? Malls nowadays, it's hard to survive just as a mall. That's why we've seen all these reinventions of malls throughout the area. And there is very few in the country traditional malls left. They've become these mixed-use projects that rely on other things to draw in people. And that's what you're seeing here. And I think this is a great reuse of what once was a very well-known mall. Well, let's talk about shopping because this ah, is the week. See, it's that's, that's how you did that. That was you're in radio. You're very good at this. Like we've that. got Black Friday, which I mean, there was a time that you couldn't get a parking space at a mall yep. on a Black Friday. Remember when the stores used to open at you know three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, or, or they'd st- open on Thursday, or stay open all crazy. night. I do remember those days. But what is the economic outlet for this retail holiday season? Because a lot of smaller retail stores, this is 40% of their income for the year. Or more, 50%. Some of them is more. But this is a big deal. So what I've seen nationally, as I've looked at the numbers, is a 3% increase over last year. So good, but not as strong as in other years. Other years, you've seen 6% to 8%. I think we've seen the economic slowdown occur. We've seen it with some of the larger retailers like a Target. 
I think you've seen the holiday season start earlier. People are shopping earlier. I think other things people are going to wait. They're going to wait for the sales that always come, right? We always wait for that 40%, 50% off. So I think it's going to be kind of an uneven holiday season. I think it'll be okay. The concern is everyone looks at it is early 24. You know, what will happen after we spend all of our money at Christmas and Hanukkah? What will that mean? And then how will we spend money in 24? So I think it'll be good, but not great. And I know you're going to spend more on me. So that's all I'm really worried about. You're going to up your game, right? Yeah. And how will we pay off those credit card bills and into the next year? That's, that's the most important question. And, yeah. and, you know, you're going to have a heck of a credit card bill for me. So, I mean, <laughs> I get it. I gift card this year, Mark. Anyway, have a happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat yes. too much turkey. No, I don't. I'll be out there walking a lot. That's for sure. But you and all your listeners really have a great holiday. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Well, as a matter of fact, you're going to join me on Black Special. Friday morning. We'll check in and find out if you do any shopping by then. I'm going to be waiting in line at some store somewhere, and I'm going to call you. Oh, I love it. That. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's do that. <laughs> Mark Cass on the street. All right. There you go. <laughs> Have a great week and a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you. Take care. It's 845, 38 degrees at WTMJ. Coming up next, it's sports. Giannis and Damian Lillard combined for 67 points in the Bucks 132 to 125 win over Dallas. It is scary. When I think they're going to get better and better. And it's going to be even more frightening for, I think, opponents when they really start figuring out uh, on a consistent basis. Head coach Adrian Griffin on the duo. The Bucks extended their win streak to four games and look to make it five tomorrow night in Washington, D.C. against the Wizards. Coverage on WTMJ starts at 5.30. The Badgers are bowl eligible for the 22nd straight season. Yes, we know there's some things that are on the line based on, you know, bowl eligibility, but it was far bigger to me than being able to go to a bowl game. It's can we find a way to get ourselves back playing a game of football that gives you a chance to win. And that's what we did tonight. We played complimentary football um, that gives us a chance to win. Head coach Luke Fickle, the Badgers defeated Nebraska 24-17 to in overtime. Wisconsin fell behind 14 to nothing before scoring 17 unanswered behind two Braylon Allen touchdowns. They wrap up the regular season at Minnesota in the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe next Saturday afternoon at 2.30. The Packers' offensive line is preparing for a tall task. Mack and Bosa, those are two of the better guys, um, I'd say, in this league. And then I don't know how to pronounce Tuvi's name, but he's, he's pretty dynamic, too. I mean, like you see, they do a great job, all those guys going in there, and they can get a lot of push, so... You know, it doesn't get any easier this week, that's for sure. Head coach Matt LaFleur on the Chargers' pass rush. The Chargers are third in the NFL in sacks this season with 31. Good news for Green Bay. Offensive lineman Elton Jenkins did not receive an injury designation after being limited in practice this week. Today's kickoff from Lambeau Field is scheduled for noon. I'm Matt Sossler, WTMJ Sports. It's 8.51, 37 degrees, going to be sunny and 50 today at WTMJ. Say 54, and it's time to check in on our Tri-County Contracting Hotline with media critic and pop culture editor from OnMilwaukee.com. It is Matt Miller. And Matt, what is this ballad of songbirds and snakes? (laughs) Do we really need another Hunger Games movie? You know, interestingly, I was on the side of no, because especially because the Hunger Games movies, for as good as they started, the last one is pretty bad, Mockingjay Part 2. Uh, but this is a prequel, and it's not bad, I have to say. It's actually pretty interesting. I, I, I'm, I, I kind of enjoyed watching it. 
Uh, one of my big issues, though, is I, I just didn't love the lead actress. And I know uh, commenting about Rachel Ziegler is like a weird Internet she thing. Was and what, a lot of people she are, was what, in Maria in West Side Story? Yeah, and she's going to be Snow White in the upcoming Disney live-action Snow White. And she said that the character of Snow White isn't the most you know in-depth character, <laughs> which apparently was a controversial statement, because I don't think that should come as a surprise to anybody. I don't think Snow White is the most uh, complex individual that's ever been written. Uh, but yeah, I, they give her a southern accent in this movie. And you just think about, you know, Hunger Games and Jennifer Lawrence and just how much you believe everything Jennifer Lawrence does in those Hunger Game movies. And with this accent and all this stuff, I, I just don't buy her as much. And it's kind of important because the movie's kind of this romance, uh, kind of twisted romance but situation. Wasn't, so. the, wasn't the, the real charm of the original Hunger Games movie, I mean, like, it was Stanley Tucci and some of the other characters, and they're not in this one, right? No, but I will say the supporting cast is great. You've got Viola Davis having a lot of fun, which normally Viola Davis is in very serious dramas, but she's having a lot of fun here as kind of the sociopath behind the game. Yeah. And I know we don't have we don't have Stanley Tucci, but Jason Schwartzman, who is in Scott Pilgrim and a lot of the Wes Anderson movies, he's a very fun replacement. He's a very on par replacement for Stanley Tucci. He kind of has that smirky, smug, you know, uh, he's, he's definitely got the right vibe. So he, he's really good. And the, the lead guy is quite good as well. I think he's a newcomer, Tom Blythe, who I haven't seen in anything before, but I would, would love to see him in more things after this. Okay, so you, do you think this is going to be a hit? I mean, are people going to flock back to see a prequel to The Hunger Games? I, I'm kind of interested by that because I, I feel like maybe my generation and older generations don't have the same, you know, passion for Hunger Games. But I wonder if Gen Z does because, you know, this was kind of their Harry Potter for a moment. People forget oh, yeah. how much money those Hunger Games movies made when they originally came out. Those were $300, 400000000 million grossing movies. Um, and I wonder if they have kind of an interest to go back to this world and they have a you know, interest in, in this series that maybe older generations don't have the same one because, you know, we had our Harry Potters or our Back to the Futures before that. This might be kind of a defining franchise for them. And don't, don't forget, important don't forget note, Star Wars. Yeah, it's Star Wars. <laughs> and it's important to note, this only costs $100 million to make, which by current Hollywood blockbuster standards is on the lower end, the cheaper end. So this doesn't have to be an insane hit to make money. Well, so Matt, they've kind of put themselves in a good place. Matt, you're going to join us on Black Friday morning because, as always, those holiday movies start right around Thanksgiving, and you're going to give us a rundown of all of those. That's going to be Friday morning on Wisconsin Morning News. Listen, thanks, and have a great rest of your week, and a happy Thanksgiving. You as well. Coming up next, it's Green Bay Game Day on WTMJ.